<laughs> Welcome to the Knife Journal Podcast, gentlemen and ladies. This is episode 109. My name is James Noka. You can call me Jim. And I'm here with my good friend, Kyle Versteg. And we are here to talk about some interesting things going on in the news. I got my text messages are blowing up, my phone's blowing up, my computer's blowing up, everything's blowing up. News is abundant. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) But besides that, we live in the boring north and we don't even have a lot of snow. Got a lot of snow down there? Uh, we've got a ground cover, but it's not like feet. You know, we've yeah, probably got six I think we inches have of ground a, cover. A, yeah, I think we got like a foot in the woods, is all. But and it it was funny because it was cold all weekend, and now it is like thirty three degrees, and I think it's going to start raining. Yeah, it said freezing so, rain for us. For all you global warming deniers. <laughs> Just wait till February, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the polar bears are are drowning. They can't get from point A to point B. Right. Did you ever see a polar bear swim? I guess they can hold their breath for, like, days. Yeah, and they kill they seals can, They can stuff. actually swim under the... I mean, I don't know how long, but they can actually swim under the ice for a long time. Yeah, and they like to kill seals but, and eat them up. And, yeah, oh, they and, love to kill uh, seals. And occasionally people... And you know what's vicious. interesting about that? The, I remember when that whole clubbing seal thing was was on everybody's the tip of everybody's tongue. Yeah, like in the nineteen eighties. It was whatever, funny, right? Yeah, because well, they yeah. used to. Um, so, so I don't know how many calories that the polar bears get out of the baby seal skin, but the people that were clubbing those seals were actually feeding the polar bears. What what was left after they took the skin out? Oh, so all they, the carcass you know, pulled the skin off. They th- yeah, yeah, they threw the carcass back out. So the so the the, the polar bears were now. I, I'm not sure. Was it was it they were worried about the they were they worried about the um, polar bears getting deprived their meal or what was no, what was the whole clubbing of the seal thing about? <laughs> well, I think they were mad because they were. Like clubbing baby seals, I think that was the. I think it was the optics of it that really kind of yeah. kicked some people off. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, and 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 if you did, if you don't know um, why you would club a seal, would be the same reason why you use a um, you don't use a trap that that pierces the hide of a beaver. Or of a mink, or of a any of those critters, any of those fur-bearing animals. Um, the whole point of the the operation is the fur or the skin, and uh, and as many hole if you put holes in it, then it's not hardly worth anything. Yeah. It's not like you can just sew it back up, you know. So that's yeah. why they were clubbing the seals. They were, oh, you know, that was a freaking off in the bushes run, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember the last time clubbing baby seals came up. I think 1980 That's, just called. 
They want their memes back. Did you Google it? If everybody, everybody that's listening to this right now is just frantically keyboarding that in. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder who shot Jr. What's that about? Yeah. Who shot Jr. (laughs) Dude, if you, the funniest thing is going on right now with all of these smart TVs. If you go on your smart TV, you hook it up to the internet. You would not believe some of the weird channels that are out there. They're, They're just like. Like, like baby boomer TV. Oh, you like that one? Anti, anti avocado <laughs> toast TV. Uh, that's the one I want. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's hilarious! It's hilarious. So yeah. Anyways, that's a that's a lead into our new our first uh, news story from me. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go first because I got this one right on the tip of my my th- my tongue, and I know. That if I didn't say something about this, I'm sure you would. All right, let's hear. This it. was in the Wall Street. Okay, this was in the Wall Street Journal today. The A head is the column, and it's the <laughs> the title is "Put down your kombucha and pick up a crossbow." Hipsters are the new hunters. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and so, we made this point on the podcast a long time ago. If you want, like, free-range, wild, organic meat, um, it's walking around in the woods right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bogart, Georgia. A group of of veteran hunters are set out, set out last month in a forest of north northeast Atlanta with apprentices, among them a former vegetarian, a Haitian-born grad student, and a farmer's market manager. They all wore camouflage and carried crossbows. They were, they were aiming to kill a white-tailed deer. But the real target, new hunters. <laughs> not, not that they were hunting these guys. Well, I guess they could do that, too. You know, all of those movies from the 80s, I don't think I would... If I was a hipster, be the last person I'd be going out into the woods with and and going air quote hunting with would be a group of uh of older guys. <laughs> you don't remember any of those shows I take it. Uh you mean uh Deliverance? <laughs> the hunting the the, the <laughs> Deliverance. Or, oh yeah, the game or any or of those Yeah. Yeah, any of those type of movies that uh that were real prevalent in the 80s where they took a bunch of kids out and started hunting them. Yeah, that's yeah. I remember that one. Uh, the, it, okay, so further on, it says the number of Americans 16 and older who hunt is down 18 percent from two decades ago, according to federal data. An older generation of hunters is trying to lure recruits to the sport by pitching it as a good way to ensure meat is local, sustainable, and probably organic. Earthy, crunchy aligns <laughs> well with deer hunting. <laughs> Oh my lord, that's funny. Anyways, so that's what they're doing. It and was only a matter out, of time. You know, with their crossbows. <laughs> yeah, they're out in their crossbows, and and I think the I I think eventually I'm guessing that uh, that somebody will start hunting hipsters. If there might be bounties on their heads or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you true hipsters. Be you know, hipsters. everybody that's not 
yeah, everybody that and everybody knows that if you're if you're just because you're under that age doesn't mean you're actually hipster. I mean that right. hipsters are pretty. They're pretty specific. Yeah, it's a very specific and, and they literally would be the last. Yeah, they would literally be the last. Although, have you seen that um, kombucha tea? Have you ever seen what that shit yeah. looks like? Pardon my English. Well, I've uh, apparently it's, aw- it's pretty disgusting to brew it, but it's actually pretty tasty. I drink it. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's pretty good. It looks like somebody took a shit in a cup. Well, I mean, it looks like somebody took, on the took a dump in the cup in the pot while you're making it, and. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I it's it's actually pretty good. I'm not that. I'm. Yeah. Well, why would you drink it? What what is the uh, what is seriously the medical benefits of it that are proven? I don't want to hear some I, of this. None that I know, you know of. Oh well, it does like. It's like it's like. Some kind of marijuana, uh, stuff. <laughs> right. It cures everything and whatnot. No. I so I had. Yeah. I was in the Denver airport and I was thirsty, uh, but I didn't want to pop. And I went looking for like an iced tea or something, and they had this iced tea in there, and it said like kombucho. This is like many years ago, and I'm like, oh, it sounds Japanese. I bet it's good. <laughs> so, so I uh, I got it, and it, it actually was pretty tasty. And every yeah. once in a while, Do you put sugar in even it? now. No, you don't need to. Yeah, it's um. I don't know my sister was making it my sister was making it for a little while and I was look I looked at it and I was like oh oh please that is like the most disgusting looking thing in that glass jar yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. I hear you don't want to see it actually being brewed if you want to drink it so right I'll exactly just leave it, at that. it was a total big total big turnoff for me. Okay, well, I have an article that off for me. I have an article that dovetails right. into this. It's an oldie but a goodie, and I come back to this every once in a while for rage fuel. So it's from <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> March sixteenth, twenty ten, Salon Magazine. Title is "Hipsters on Food Stamps." They're young, they're broke, and they pay for organic salmon with government subsidies. Got a problem with that? And I'll read a couple paragraphs here. You're going to love it. In the John Waters-esque section of northwest Baltimore, equal parts kitschy, sketchy, artsy, and weird, Gary Mack and Sarah Megida sauntered through a small ethnic market stocked with Japanese eggplant, mint chutney, and fresh turmeric. After gathering ingredients for that evening's dinner, they walked to the cash register and awaited their moments of truth. I have 80 bucks left, Megita said. I'm so happy. I have 12, Max said with a frown. The two friends weren't tabulating the cash in their wallets, but what remained of, of the monthly allotment on their uh, SNAP 
debit cards, the official new term for what are colloquial <laughs> known as food stamps. And basically it goes on to describe them like eating like fresh rabbit with arugula. And it, here's, a, here's the quote that'll just you're going to love. I'm sort of a foodie and I'm not going to do the living off ramen things, he said, finally remembering a recent meal <laughs> he prepared of roasted rabbit with butter, tarragon, and sweet potatoes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. you read that article and it'll just it'll he <laughs> just you just get more and that's more. That's enough mad. to frost you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's absolutely enough to frost you. I I I it just is uh there's no there's no earthly reason why a young person cannot find a job. It, it there's no reason for it. Somebody that is I mean, I could I could literally, I bet you a dollar to a dirty donut. Within an hour, I bet you I could get hired with at at least, without even hardly looking, ten places. Um, There's that many jobs available. Part time. Yeah, I'm not saying that I would take the jobs, but I mean, but there are there is, and and you cannot tell me that if you're if you are a if you're 23 years old or 29 years old and you are not married and you're living in your parents' house and you're not working, you need some. You need to be throttled. Well, you're probably an incel. You absolutely need to be throttled, huh? <laughs> you're probably an incel. <laughs> I, w- I would. I, I would not. I would not tolerate. You know why you'd be an incel? You know why you'd be an incel? Because you have no money. You have no <laughs> prospects. You're living in the basement. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna counter uh, counter signal your boomer post just a little bit for argument's sake. Um, <laughs> the uh, so let's say that you're um, one of these guys in the article here. It's a girl and a guy, and they both have graduate dis- degrees in uh, Peruvian butterfly studies, you know, uh, <laughs> and they can't get a job, uh, right? Because yeah, there's like yeah. no jobs for that. Um, but yep. the problem is, is if they take a job, they still, they have to start paying on their student loans and the kind of job yes. they're going to be able to get is like an eight to $10 an hour job. And they, yep. you know, probably by the 11 time now, you pay your student loans, now. you're screwed out of that, you know? So yep. I'm just, yep. ca- well, who told you to study Peruvian freaking? who, 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 who told you to, to study Peruvian, um, Whatever, Peruvian their parents did. They were studying Peruvian butterfly oh, studies, or you know, just some random come on. BS degree that they all got. I never told my kids. I, I am. I must be like the, the unicorn boomer, I guess. I must. Yeah. I, I never told my kids to follow your dream. <laughs> you can be anything you want. Never did I say that. Never. You can be an actor. Go to acting school. I never said that. Oh, you've got a wonderful <laughs> voice. You should really go to singing school. Try to make it in Hollywood. Never. You never heard, Never came out of my mouth. You know what I said? If you're going to go to school, you better get something that you can use. Something that you can... You want to act? That's fine. I don't care. But you know what? If you're going to spend money on something in college... It better be something that you can get out and get a job. Go singing on your sideline. Sing at church. 
But yeah. you know what? Don't try to be an actor out of college. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to go to school to be an actor. What kind of idiot does that? Well, I, I'll tell you. I know lots and lots of actors and actresses. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what they are? Bartenders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Or hookers. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And that could be guys or girls. Yeah. You know, I, I it's it's just as amazing to me. Yeah. It's like I'm going to go to New York. Have you been to New York ever? Oh yeah, we went there in high school. We went to a Broadway play, off Broadway play. It was so wonderful. It was so wonderful. Do you have any idea what you're talking about? Nothing. No. Yeah, you're gonna you you're gonna pay three thousand dollars a month for a eight by ten room box box yeah. a box eight in the street ten. like literally eight by ten. <laughs> yeah, and you get to share that with the rats. Yeah, and four other roommates. <laughs> and there's a community bathroom, by it's, the way. It's not you don't have your own. Yeah, and that's a that's a five gallon pail. Yeah, and they're always fighting who's who gets to dump it. Yeah, the the standard so, of so living in these cities for anybody uh, it's shockingly lower, um, and that's you know from when I lived in Chicago, you know to find a even halfway decent apartment is very difficult and, and none of them are going to ever have central air you know you're going to have some beat up 1960s window air conditioner you know and it may or may not work <laughs> you know well so, you <laughs> yeah and you're going to pay through and, the and ass if you that. live if you live for your first year actually probably nobody would ever rob you because you got shit you got nothing yeah. to rob you know <laughs> And you'd be eating your ramen noodles, yeah. Because you wouldn't even have enough. You wouldn't even have enough snap in your snap card to buy anything. No, that doesn't. No, I, I, I. That's. Yeah, that's what I always said was to to my kids was you know what you need to you need to do something that's that equates to a job. You know, because you're not a, you're not a um uh oh you're <laughs> you're not a trust fund kid. You never will be a trust fund kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was born a poor black child. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what, uh, what? What's your next article? Oh, I lost it. Hang on. My next article is. Oh, that's not there. You just you didn't really come up with an article. You just. No, I have I have rehashed an old article. I have three. I have three. Uh, okay, how about this one from the Washington Post? Okay, this this kind of goes along with the clubbing seals one. Okay, it's loading, loading, loading. It's from the Washington Post. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on! My slow internet is slow. A new one's coming in here pretty soon. 
That'll be nice. What? There you go. Okay, study. Antarctic ice loss has sextupled since the 70s. How you like that? that Antarctic glaciers have been melting at an accelerating pace over the past four decades, thanks to an influx of warm ocean water. A starting, uh, startling new finding, the researchers say, could mean sea levels are posed, poised to rise more quickly than predicted. Okay, in decades. Okay, so, so I just want to, I just want to say this, and I want you to think about it. Go to your refrigerator, get your 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 glass, fill mm-hmm. it up with ice so that ice mounts over the top of your glass. Okay. Then fill the glass up with water. Mm-hmm. Right to the rim. Okay. And then set it on the counter and let the ice melt. Okay. I want you to tell me what happens to the water. It's cold. <laughs> No, if you fill it right up to the rim and there's ice above the rim, then theoretically the water would pour out of the glass. Well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you know, I'm not talking about like putting a giant four pound block of ice on top of the glass. I'm talking about fill up your glass with ice like you, like you would, but so that you, you don't put much water in it. Yeah, I see what you're getting at because it's it's like, yeah. Well, it, it, you'll actually have less water in it after because the uh, ice is, is expanded water. It's not. It it, exactly. it oc- occupies greater volume for the same amount of liquid, which is why mm-hmm. our roads crack. It's one of the only liquids that does yes. that. Yep. Yep. And so, um, so how are the waters rising if the ice is melting and it's in the water? Hmm. Uh. I, I don't know exactly. And and and, ju- and just out of curiosity, oh oh, here you go. Shame, shame. <laughs> yeah, right. Shame, shame. You got to oh, turn your phone off, man, phone. or mute it. <laughs> that's not my phone. That's my oh. clock. Oh okay. Yeah, that's my that's my clock. Um, anyway. Oh, what was I saying before? It was rudely interrupted. Ah, uh, about the ice water. Well, anyway, oh, so, oh, 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 yeah. So, so you, so basically, we cannot create matter, and we can't destroy matter, right? Yeah. So, whatever is on this planet has always been on this planet. It's just in different, except forms. meteors hitting us. Yeah. It's except just for meteors hitting us, right? Di- different forms. You know. Right. So, I, so, so what? So, if all of this. All of this stuff is happening. All of this ice is melting. All of this... Does anybody have the notion that that ice was always there? I mean, does anybody actually think that we're getting... There's like it's The ice is producing more water than we've ever had on this planet? And the, yeah. and the rivers are rising and the... Is that, is that what the notion is? Is that... I think that. that that's what. Well, I think that what they're saying is is that previously the a large portion of the ice was stored in um, things like glaciers and uh, ice on land and things. And once that melts, then the it has to go somewhere and it'll go into um, bodies of water and things. I think is what they're saying. Now, ice. Okay, so here's some. Here's another story. 
But ice here's on a, land. Here's another question. Running into okay. If as this ice is melting, they're running across creatures that have been frozen into the ice, some mm-hmm. mastodons and some people and that kind of stuff. Yeah. How how did they get there? Oh, you're just how, you're how you're a revisionist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, how, it was once. How, how did there, they get bro. there? If there was, if there was a, if there was a hundred foot of ice on top of them, and the hundred foot of ice melted off, and lo, lo and behold, look at this. There's a mastodon right here. How the hell did the mastodon get there? Must have been a period of time when there was no ice on him. He didn't burrow in there. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you know, he found an ice. I mean, that's how dare you use too your much brain. sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have a. I have a. The knife findings. Article. Okay. So we'll finish this up. Hang on a second. We'll finish this oh, up okay. with. The findings are the latest sign that the world could face catastrophic consequences if climate change continues unabated. Now that's what the part that I love is that these people actually think that we could air condition the planet and rebuild the glaciers. We can yeah. air condition the planet and rebuild. You know, if it, I got to tell you, I live. We live north of the forty-fifth parallel. Mm-hmm. If these knuckleheads came up here and lived with us for a while, they would be like, "I want global warming. I can't <laughs> yeah, exactly. wait for freaking spring to show up." You know yeah. what? What the hell are they thinking? You know, and we're just sitting back going, "You know what? This is the way life is." I'm sure that the dinosaurs really thought they were going to live forever in that form. Yeah. You know? And and by the way, I'm a firm believer that one of these um, uh, volcanoes spewing some kind of toxic gas into the atmosphere does way more damage to the blow zone than... Uh, than any vehicle, you know. Uh, but I guess yeah. if I was a marketing genius, I would just, you know, start saying stuff like that all the time. I would say, if you don't use my electric car and buy my carbon credits, my tax, my carbon credits, so you can you can live in the North Country. Yeah. Screw it. So here you go. This I'm um, burning coal, by so, the way. So I'm here's a, here's coal, a real way. world uh, example of what a volcanic eruption does in terms of CO2. Um, so Mount Pinatubo is in the Philippines and it erupted in 1991. And I have to find a source for this. Um, and I remember this. Uh, so here's. I remember when Mount um, St. Helens blew up yeah that was in the 80s though 
Um, yeah, I remember it. I remember it. Oh, it was dark it? for weeks. Weeks here. Weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember... There was a ton of babies born nine months later. Yeah. Um, Everybody was freezing. They were rubbing sticks and stones together. Uh, give me a second here. Trying to stay warm. But anyway, I remember that when that erupted, um, it uh, released more CO2 and greenhouse gases into the atmosphere than all of um, all of mankind's activity put together up to that point. And that was one volcano Isn't eruption. It? You know. Yeah. We've only had a couple since then, too, or, or prior to that. <clears throat> Hell, we've got whatever Hawaii's spitting out. Yeah. You know, the real estate developers are not unhappy about that. They're out there just plotting that shit out as it goes. Yeah. They're building houses on it right now. <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Creating real estate. They said they could never make real estate. Yeah, the, the, that's yeah, how, how much water is that made. displacing? Yeah. Yeah, how much how much how much water is that displacing? Volcanoes <laughs> are caused by mankind's activities, you know. <laughs> it's earthquakes too. Earthquakes are all everybody that's in a Walmart jumps up and down at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And it's throwing the earth out of balance. Oh my lord. You know there there is actually a lot of um a lot of information inf or misinformation about the. I mean, these guys must all be in the same club that you dare not say anything against it. The Earth's magnetic field has moved. Did you see that one? Oh, it moves all the time. That's why you have to yes calibrate your uh, compasses every once in a while. It moved. It's it moves from. Um, it moves from Canada to towards Siberia. Fast and in an unexpected way. Baffling scientists. Well, obviously, they're not very smart. You know, when, when you think about this, the Earth has been wobbling for as long as they could figure it out that there was a wobble. I think it's through astronomy is how they figured it out, actually. Well, the fact that we have um, a winter and a summer <laughs> and different well, yeah, lengths on different times of the year is one way. Right, uh, right. <coughs> <clears throat> right, but that could have been the gods doing that. Sure. <laughs> the, the, old, the old gods and the new. Right. <laughs> you haven't started watching that yet, have you? Not yet. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good knife story. Are you ready? All right, give it to me. Yep. Uh, Florida man threatens to kill someone with kindness. The name of his machete, police say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from yesterday, Milton, Florida. A Florida man threatened to kill someone with kindness, then stabbed his neighbor with a machete with the word kindness written on it, investigators say. <laughs> um, That's funny. He was uh, arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill and aggravated battery. 
So that's Florida story for you and a knife story. So I thought you'd like that. <laughs> there you go. Um. about from sky news knife um crime is being come on why do they do that this like loads so slow i know it can't be all my uh, all my thing <clears throat> everyday carry knife news that's hmm. yeah, not gonna load for me that's huh. annoying that's annoying it must have taken the story down Knife crime fight being undermined by inconsistent and lenient sentences. <laughs> Efforts to combat a surge of knife crime are being undermined by inconsistent and lenient court sentences, according to Police Federation and anti-knife crime campaigns. So they must be, like, going after What country the, is this? The, the uh, uh, England, I think. Yeah, they 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 have this whole thing like bin that knife and all this. Like yeah, you can't yeah. have the yeah, knife. Yeah, it's a big deal there. Yeah. Yep. It's a big deal there, and they're all funny looking over there too. You know. What the knives? <laughs> no, the people. Oh. <laughs> the Brits. The British seem to be funny looking. I don't know why. They they always they always remind me of somebody that's quite funny. So gangs are wearing stab-proof vests on the streets. You know, if they let them have guns, there'd be a whole lot different story going on there. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah, they just the gangs would would be over pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, to be honest, I don't even know. I mean, I I'm not sure. I I hate the, the notion of some. I mean, if anybody ever approached me with a knife like they were going to try to stick me, I would not hesitate. They would be bam, bam, done. I, I I don't even want to get cut as he's falling to the ground. That's how fast I would draw and shoot. <laughs> I don't even... You know, because I, cause, cause I, I cannot stand being cut. I don't know what it is about... I've been cut so many times that, you know, it, it bothers me a lot. Yeah. And... Um, and I don't think it's the initial cut that bothers me. It's the six weeks of washing your hands and and burning with yeah. cold water going through your cut or while it's in the healing process. But but yeah, they're wearing knife, wearing stab-proof vests on the streets. Oof. I'd like to know where, how they have them because cops don't even have those. They must have well, must be steel, must be mesh or something. Must be like yeah. Uh, the, a little um, chain mail or whatever, huh? Yeah, <laughs> chain mail. Yep. Yep. People think... <laughs> this is also Eastern Daily Press. People think they look big by stabbing people, but they're not. Youth back schemes that to tackle knife crime as it, vis, as it 
visits Norwich. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, what else? What else? We still don't have a wall yet. It's going up slow by slow. Did you see <laughs> well, all the Did you see all the 30 the 30 uh uh Democrats in Puerto Rico on the beach? Oh yeah, I I heard did something see? about that. I didn't see that, but I heard there So if you haven't up. seen it, there's a Oh yeah. Yep, yep. Um if you haven't seen it, there's a there's a, a bunch of pictures going around the internet with um what the hell's his name? Uh, the the representative or men or a senator is he a senator represent Menendez and he looks like he's he actually looks like he's on the beach looking at a lady's chest with his hands out like he's negotiating for a hooker <laughs> have you seen this picture yet no hang on a second let me share this with you. You on Facebook right now? Uh, I can be. Oop, 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 Hang on a second. I screwed something up. I wanted to send this as a message. You see it? Yeah, yeah. I think he's just, I just talking to I her. I just shared it inadvertently. Huh? I think he's just talking to her. <laughs> did you see what I did? It, yeah, I, I saw wrote, that. This is what he's saying. 5.5 mil... 5.5 you get the wall, and I get... Oh, wait, wait, wrong negotiation. What do I get for a couple of Benjamins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that was pretty funny. I think... Wasn't, there's didn't he get in some that. hot water? Um, oh, yeah, with, with hookers. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was hookers. Hmm. If, I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. M-E-N... How do you spell Menendez? M-E-N... <laughs> Anyway, so there's that. Um, let's see. Uh, I have another. Oh, you'll love this one. It's uh, got hipsters and avocados in it. Okay, so. Oh, awesome. <laughs> London's most controversial hipster cafe may finally have gone one step too far by using avocado shells as bowls. <laughs> Serial killer cafe took to social media <laughs> social media to That's announce funny. its weird decision to use the discarded skins as kitchenware, leaving the internet rightfully outraged. Well, anyway, so th this is another so, one of these things. They, you know how like. Um, uh, Millennials won't eat cereal because it's too messy. Well, so oh, yeah. <laughs> these yeah. guys in London opened a store, a, a restaurant where you just get cereal at it. And they'd pour you a bowl of cereal. <laughs> and uh, apparently it's pretty isn't successful that, that because they opened a bunch of them. What's that? Isn't that, isn't that just, isn't that wild? I mean, isn't that just wild? Yeah, I can't even. Cereal is like the easiest thing to. Um, 
Obviously, you're not even making it. I mean, what do you do? You just... It's insanity. Okay, here you go. And here's a quote it's from just... the article. So, all you millennials that are all crazy about global warming and all this shit, here's a quote. Avocado farming is one of the leading causes of deforestation in Mexico and other South American countries, and growing just one pound of the creamy fruit requires 141 gallons of water. And they're growing in the desert, so there you go, fam. <laughs> uh, instead of Here's an idea, right? Instead of putting avocados on your toast that are, like, hellishly expensive... Get it, get baked beans and put it on the toast. Like millions of British people can't be wrong. You, you know, know, it's funny when I was in Afghanistan, that was what the breakfast was there. Yeah, was, it's actually uh, scrambled really good. eggs, beans, pork and beans, and uh, uh, two pieces of toast. Yeah, and it's really good. I mean, that was that seriously, and it was like not, it wasn't anything special either. It was literally Van Camp's pork and beans. Yeah, or it wasn't uh, Heinz, any of this bush stuff. It was uh, Heinz baked beans. Yeah, yeah they're it's really simple, yeah. like pork and bean style beans. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's nothing, nothing dressed up at all. Just yeah. warmed up and put on your plate. I actually like that stuff. It's good. It's, yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about this one? Okay. Uh Previous. Oh, it's shifted. Hang on. Previous, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Jim and his boomer tech. I guess I have to learn how to use my computer here, yeah. <laughs> uh, where did it go? It's, it's like a picture loads up and then it throws everything into a tailspin. Yeah. Previously secret, here you go, people. Previously secret CIA report documents spear attack against a surveillance plane. In 1960, what? during the Civil <laughs> during the Civil War... Civil wars and political upheaval that rocked what is today the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The United States Air Force frequently flew low-level reconnaissance missions over missionary outposts to check on their condition and safety. One flyover in 1964 drew an attack from the ground that was captured in part by an aerial photograph, a thrown spear. <laughs> there you go, people. So these people in South America have been throwing spears at airplanes for a long time. Well, the Congo's in and Africa, once again, fam. and it's and it, once again, you now understand that there is a difference in the way people develop. Remember, it's all I related am not to the wheel. That one. <laughs> it's all it's all related to the wheel. I'm not touching that one. And those of you out there that know me well will know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't, email Kyle. He'll tell you. I have no idea what he's talking about. Maybe he's alluding to the fact that China brought the wheel to Africa like 5,000 years ago, and they just said, this is worthless and didn't use it. But well, I, I think and that's we, urban And legend. Europeans... And Europe... No, well, no, no. Think about it here. So... In America, the Spaniards brought two things to the natives that were living here. One of them was a horse. For those of you that don't know this, the horses are not native to America. It's like corn is not native to Europe. Um, neither so they brought uh, right, neither are chili peppers. So they brought um, they brought two things. They brought wagons, and they brought horses. 
And at that time, the natives were tying things to a pair of sticks and dragging it. Yeah, it's a travoy. That's how they got around with their stuff. Yeah, yeah. So instead of putting wheels on that thing and tying it to a horse, they just tied the two sticks to the horse, forgot the wheels, and drug everything around that way. Well, probably because it worked. Understand wheels, the, yeah, the thing is, is un- like there under- weren't really roads for them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter-signal some of this, boomer posting, um, d- just for the sake of argument. Uh, the thing is, is you're literally going over... It, it's the same thing in the Amazon jungle. A wheel really does you absolutely no good if there isn't a surface uh, to roll it over. Um, right. So, you know, in, in well, South you know, America, there really aren't roads anywhere I've ever been unless it's a logging we, road, and that's only a temporary thing, you know. Yeah, and it's soon to be replaced with avocado plants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does, does um, did we did we talk about this on one of the earlier podcasts about uh, civilization and how, how it advances in certain spots and it doesn't in other spots? Uh, we haven't, and that's probably not a topic that I want to get too well, far into because no, no, it, it can get in a lot it's of trouble. Because it, I know it's interesting. It is an interesting topic because it, it is. But it's if you, know, you look at well, there's a lot of different theories of why this happened. I mean, why do you go into places in the inners of South America and still find? Uh, you know, around and still find people in the jungle that have never seen civilization, and they they still live in banana plants and uh, for clothes and because and they don't. There's need a lot to of different theories about way. it. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. So they so they've never had to challenge their self with resolving problems like how the hell do I stay warm with all this white shit around me? You know, so. Um, where you continually have people in in the in the polar regions, they tend to advance because they're the only ones that are allowed to survive. Only ones that were allowed to survive because they were the ones that figured out how to build a fire, how to build shelter, how to build have, wear clothes, how to do all these kinds of things, and the ones that didn't. Like you take a Polynesian person and drop them up here, guess what's going to happen to them in a real short order? They're going to move back long. to Polynesia. <laughs> well, no, because they don't know how to use the wheel. Uh, well, this is the this is the uh, cold winters theory of, um, and it's it's <laughs> yeah, controversial exactly. in its own right. But um, yeah, yeah, I've I've heard. But this I do one think before. that it it does have a lot. It does have a lot, and it, and it has to do with food. You know they're saying that um, that in those in those um, equatorial countries or or areas they um, they have they're readily food is readily available for them so they don't have to hunt very hard for it um, but they do have to know what is poisonous and what is not poisonous and so um, they they have to deal with that plus. I, from my understanding, it's an area that is not necessarily healthier than in the north because bacteria has a has the ability to live longer. 
Well, and parasites and everything and, else. And parasites and that kinds of stuff that kill people off. So you, so you're, um, uh, you're gen- you have a generational loss that is that is pretty big. But it is interesting because, like I said, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different theories. I read a book called um, Guns, Germs, and I think it's Guns, Germs, and Steel. I think was the title of it, and it was yeah, that yeah, you know, I, a pretty I've, thick I've book about, about yeah. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because he talks about a lot of different theories about why things happened the way they did, and and it's a lot of them are you know he talks about theories that uh, contradict each other. Um, so it's it is it's pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting. Okay. What else? I have what else a we got? hit me. One a long time ago. Don't you see how late they're reacting? They only come and they come when they wanna. So get the up truck and then bomb the corner. They don't care cause they stay paid anyway. They treat you like an ace, they can't beat the tray. I know you stumble with no use people. If your life is on the line, then you're dead today. Late comers with the late comers, such as a body bag in disguise, all I'll fetch ya. I call them body snatchers cause they come to fetch you with an autopsy ambulance to dissect ya. They are the king cause they swing amputation. I can prove it to you, watch the rotation It all adds up to a f***ing situation So get up and get, get, get down 911 is joking your town Get up and get, get, get down Late 911 with the late crown Hospitals must... I have a... Uh, hospitals must now post prices? That's okay, going to be go hard <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do that <laughs> Go ahead Because there's, you know... Well... You don't know what you're going to need, you know. That's the thing. Well, it says here, hospitals may, this is from the New York Times, hospitals must now post prices, but it may take a brain surgeon to decipher them. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing is like even the, even people that work in healthcare, I, I couldn't give you, I can tell you what my fee is, but I can't tell you what the hospital stuff is. You know, and it's it's right. really really complicated because the, you know, the government's involved in it, and you know they make everything so simple. You know, so, <laughs> it, and it's it's a mix of private insurance and government um, subsidized health care. Well, they're doing really everything. They're doing everything possible so that they can um, have single payer payer health care. Well. I mean that's that everything that you look at that you constantly look at. What does it do? There's the only thing to resolve it is to have single payer single payer health care. You know, I say eliminate insurance altogether. Well, Get rid of it all, all of it. And guess what yeah. would happen? What would happen if you had to pay for every medical procedure yourself? What would happen? Well, the same thing that happens when you have to pay for cosmetic surgery. It's actually affordable. You know, exactly. The 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 cost of that's, cosmetic surgery has that's, not risen hardly at all in the ten and a half years I've been in practice. You know, because it's market based. It's not. Um, anyway, it, it's not. Uh, 
Well, it's not artificially jacked up. Yeah. I mean, think about what what's going on in the whole in that whole in that whole hospital arena right now. <clears throat> You've got a provider, a medical provider, and I, I'm not going to even say what it is. Right. But it's a medical provider. How many people are involved in trying to get pay, that person paid? I bet you it's I bet you it's thirty or forty people that are that are involved in that operation to get that man paid or to get that woman paid for whatever procedure that's that's being done. Yeah. I mean you now have you now have people you have like quality assurance people, you have people that fill out the paperwork, you have people that audit the paperwork, you have people that deny the paperwork, you have people that I mean it's just it's it's and every one of those people on the way along the way feel as though they are the most important brick in the wall. Every one of them save the provider. So so my my counter to that always is really what is it that you're actually doing that you're providing value to what's going on here? Well, they, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, is that the laws are written in such a way that you have to have those people. You know, there's no other. You can't do it unless you've got a layer of bureaucracy. Right. But there's no. What I'm saying is, there is no value added to the operation. No, there by isn't. these people. No, none, none whatsoever. The outcomes, the patient outcomes are. Are, they have zero effect on the patient outcome. And that's this is true. It's an added layer of expense um, that really has no effect well, on mo- the outcome and the safety of the procedure. Um, but right. it's it's legislated. To be honest, so yeah. And to be honest, I don't even think um, I'm not even. Well, I don't. Know, you. I mean, it's it's. It's to me that is the single rounds over. <laughs> that is the single to me that's the single issue. That's the single biggest problem in healthcare today is that it's a inverse pyramid. Hmm. Everything is on the everything is on the shoulders of the providers. Everything. Every 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 dollar generated is is related to or built on the shoulders of the of the providers, whether it's in a in a primary care, whether it's in your situation, whether it's in, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's all built that way. <clears throat> and if you if you take the doctors and the nurses, <coughs> if you take the providers out of the of the equation, what happens? You got nothing. Yeah. And yet the and yet those those are the people that are. Um, now, you know, there's no primary care docs on their own anymore. Well, pretty much that's a gone thing. Um, so if you take those people out of the equation, what do you what do you have? You got nothing. Yeah. I mean, literally, you got, you've got all these buildings, you've got all these people, you've got all this, all this staff, and, I mean, what, what, I mean, just think if the doctors had went on strike tomorrow, what would they do? Well, you can't legally go on strike. Why? You can't. 
Well, you could you could li- you could all reti- decide to retire tomorrow. Uh, well, that's kind of slowly happening. <laughs> it's, um, it's so bad that if you haven't heard, I know you've heard this. If 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 our listeners haven't heard this, there are co- there are universities right now that are giving away a medical degree. Uh, if you become a doctor, if you go, if you you get accepted to their med school and graduate, you don't have to pay. Wayne State is is giving away for for um, uh, giving away tuition for um, primary care physicians, doctor guys, people that want to go in to become a primary care physician. Yeah. Because there is zero, there is nobody in their program right now, nobody. So this is this is a really really big problem. Yeah. Really big. It's all of the all of the millenn- that's another thing all the mil- millennials are going to be facing in the near future. For one doctor, you ready to step into the uh, wayback machine? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, do you want to hear about a moral panic in the United States in 2007? A moral panic. What was it? Well, can you guess? Probably yes, not. This definitely. is pretty damn ex- obscure. Can I guess what the moral can I guess panic what, was um, in 2007? Uh, waterboarding. <laughs> No, uh, this is worse. Okay, uh, here's. Oh come on! You'd think that waterboarding was terrible. Right, I know. Here it is. What was it? Well, it is terrible. I wouldn't want to have that done to me. Um, okay, this yeah. is. Uh, There's worse ways to. An article about Jenkem, <laughs> J E N K E M, uh, is an inhalant and hallucinogenic. J E N K E M. Yep is a inhalant and hallucinogenic uh, created from fermented human waste. (laughs) In November 2007, there was a moral panic in the United States after widespread reports of Jenkum becoming popular recreational drug in middle schools and high schools across the country. The true extent of the practice has since been called into question. Uh, Several... Sources reported that increase in American media coverage was based on a hoax uh, and on faulty internet research. So anyway, they they take <laughs> duty and pee and they put it in a bottle and then they ferment it and then you sniff it, right? Uh, and that's a real thing. Um, and it was in uh, in uh, <laughs> South Africa. Now I've where. never I've never heard of that before. Well, okay, no, so I there's, do remember. I do a, remember. Uh, go ahead. There is a reason why I would have heard of this, uh, and it's because of the media reports. One of the first ones was uh, out of uh, Mason City, Iowa. <laughs> 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 they did an article. So those on Iowa it. Farm, farm boys got nothing better to do than sniff Jenkins. than to sniff poo poo. And in 2009, (laughs) Bettendorf, Iowa, amended its city ordinance 
uh, regarding illegal inhalants to include organic substances. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that means even does that mean even like doing a Dutch oven on your wife counts? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> So, so. So I know that this is like going to revert back to um, middle school. Uh, behavior, but I got to tell you something that happened to to uh, a good friend of ours, um, and I'm trying to think of when this was. This was probably 2005, maybe 2006, 2007, maybe. And it was a, and I know you know who this guy is. Is he's a teacher. He's a big guy in the outdoors world, does all this wilderness survival stuff. Um, you probably met him at PWIP when it was in North Carolina. Right. And what's that? Yeah, yeah. And um, I actually have a picture somewhere, I'd have to find it, of him laying on the ground in the woods with his legs up in the air, expelling flatus and lighting it on fire. Yeah, that's not wise. <laughs> Don't do that, people. <laughs> and he actually was doing it too, people. This is a, I, I'm not going to mention his name because he's. this is who's teaching your kids in school. <laughs> He's a great guy. I got to tell you, he's a great guy. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the one of the. I don't even know what prompted that whole thing. I, there might have been alcohol involved, but I don't remember that because it seems to me it was in the afternoon. But it was very funny, and so um, people do funny things around around that stuff. Yeah. Maybe he was maybe he was the inventor of Jinkum. I don't know. <laughs> he could have been. All right, but it's sort of like that. What it's sort of like that. That what's that tea? Kabuchi tea? Yeah, kombucha or whatever. Yeah, kombucha, kombucha tea. Same shit. Same stuff. Right. Same stuff. It's identical. <laughs> Jenko. Only you have more liquid in it. Looks the same. All right. So uh, All right. I just finished a good book. Uh, one of my favorite authors is James Clavell. He wrote uh, Shogun, Taipan, Noble House, a bunch of books um, that were made into miniseries, and he also wrote a bunch of movies. But the book of his that I just finished is King Rat, and it's really, really good. It's about uh, uh, prisoners of war in a Japanese, uh, uh, somewhere in Southeast Asia prison camp, and like how they basically set their society up and and got along, and it's really, really entertaining book. It's a, obviously it's a fiction, but still it was really cool to read it. Um, but yeah, so the, I would recommend that book to people who like historical fiction. Um, King Rat. Yep. Did you, did you, uh, did you know that they're making 
a new West Side Story? No, I didn't hear that. Um, apparently, Steven Spielberg. I haven't read this. I just ran across this article. It says Steven Spielberg's quote West Side Story casts unknown seventeen-year-old as Maria. So, if you don't know, Maria uh, West Side Story is a is a um, story of two New York gangs. One of them is a Latino gang. The other is a white gang. The Sharks, Irish and the white gang. Yeah. Yep, and they um, they have two two young people that fall in love, and it's sort of like a modern day. When I say modern day, from the six, 60s, early sixties, um, kind of a modern day. Uh, Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, dancing and knife fighting, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of interesting that uh, that they would remake a, a show like that. Yeah. Uh, the original was pretty darn good. Dog out. Yeah. And, and sometimes I wonder when I... When I see stuff like that, I, I think, well, you know, because I, I remember, unless it is that, well, of course, I've got friends, I've got friends that are supposed to be big movie nuts, that are like, oh, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? Have you seen that movie? And I was like, have you seen Casablanca? And they look at what? me like I got a third eye. Casablanca. Yeah, that's a really good one. You never seen Casablanca? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yes, I And have. they're like, no, I'm not watching that. I'm like I'm not watching that. I'm like what 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 do you how can you not watch that's like the one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm not I'm not watching that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not watching that. And uh <laughs> but they but they're like so adamant about it. And you're like, "Well, did you see the longest date?" No. Not no. Why would I watch the longest date? I don't know. You're watching every other new military movie that comes out. Why wouldn't you watch the longest day or a bridge too far, or yeah, you know, there's so many of those movies that are just exceptionally well done. I mean, yeah, you know, Starship Troopers. I liked. Uh, Get it? Yeah, right. Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. Uh, was there was another one that was on from that era. Um, if they'd seen this movie, maybe we wouldn't have ended up with uh, f- fucking Afghanistan and the uh, Iraq War. Can you guess what movie I'm thinking of? There's also a book that the movie is based Rainbow on. Rainbow Three. No. Rainbow Three. Uh, older. <laughs> uh, oh, you're talking about. Uh, oh, you're talking about. Um, the book is, oh, and I've read the book. It's the Seven Pillars of Wisdom. Yes. And the movie um, is Lawrence ah, of Arabia. Come on. Yes, Lawrence of Arabia. I'm yeah. sorry. And I've seen it a bunches of times. Yeah. Well, if if maybe if maybe and more it's a good people movie, had seen actually. it, if maybe more people had seen it, we would, would understand. Yeah, why? Yeah. You know, well, at least to, at least it, you at know, least tried to them. act. You know, yeah. act out a little bit different. You know, I mean, try to um, prostitute the war a little differently. Uh, I think that yeah. that's I think that's been the problem since since the beginning of time is we don't do that right. You know. Um, I mean, or, some of those old war movies though are really good, and I yeah. can't fathom why you would not, um, yeah, why, why you would purposely say you're not going to watch them. Well, yeah, just uh, you know, the if you like the genre, you'd probably like those movies. You know, it's I know, yeah, 
you know, because I, I think part of it is that the that the um, special effects aren't that good. Yeah, but they don't need um, it, you know. That's right, because the, the story is so good. You yeah. know, the story is very good, um, and that's and especially uh, especially Casablanca. I mean, Casablanca is like the greatest. Because like one of the greatest stories of of a, a a main character that is extremely honorable and trying his damnedest to show everybody that he's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean that always that always cracks me up. It's like you know, it's like he's he is a terribly good guy, and you know he doesn't want anybody to think he's a good guy because that would that would ruin the whole effect. You know that's it's interesting. That's a it's a um, if you haven't seen it, people, please go watch it. I mean, it, it is really quite good. Um. Anyways, that was a that was a off in the weeds. Well, good enough. Um, you got anything else? Yeah. I what, got a, what else? I got a meeting. I got to go to in a little bit. You got a meeting? Yeah. Oh, whose house? Uh, it's at uh, <laughs> it's at the hospital. Actually, we have to have a uh, surgery section meeting with some administrators oh, and stuff. So they're going to tell you how many more how many more layers of people they're going to put on top of you and you got to charge more? They're going to charge you more? <laughs> well, that was going to... Yeah, I, I'm trying to go into it with a positive attitude. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um... That's good. Uh, well, yeah, we can we can make this a shorty. We can make this a shorty and then uh, get back after it. Um, maybe next week, maybe next Monday, yeah. maybe. We yeah. we can. I have today. a uh, I have I have one more article you might like. Uh, it's okay, involving fl- it's involving two great subjects, actually three. One is wildlife. One is Florida, and the other is Waffle House. Uh, Whew. Hillsboro wow. deputies apprehended a reptilian loiterer on Tuesday evening who, who started their 2019 by taking a ride in the back of the sheriff's cruiser. The deputies wrangled, corralled, and eventually subdued a five-foot alligator near the familiar haunt for New Year's revelers. The Waffle House off State Road 60. <laughs> So an alligator was hanging out to partying with the people. Yep. <laughs> huh. Huh. And, that would uh, be pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, I love Waffle House stories and wildlife stories and Florida stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, my dog is hollering to get in, and uh, yep. So. I guess that's going to be it for today, folks. Tune in and uh, hear him knocking on the door. Just remember, keep your knives sharp and your friends sharper. And bye. Have a good have a good day. And bye bye.